that that shit was crazy. I mean, I just would have never listened to it unless I was on an eight hour road trip, and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> that was the turning point. No, it's just like you got. I actually got real time on my hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? I got something about to slap some shit. I never slap. Like <laughs> I got to. I got to let you guys know. Um, well, fuck it. We can. I guess we can kind of get into it. Um, welcome. Thank you very much for coming here. I greatly appreciate. It. This is like the best panel fucking ever. All right. This shit's fucking tight. True. Man, you ain't got to do no true. official intro or nothing. He's just, they, I mean, they He's clicked just, on it so they know what it is. Exactly, He's yeah. Like, you, we're, we're, this is episode 13. If you don't know by now what okay. the shit is. 13 and good. Let's go. Yeah. This is a, <laughs> you know, 13 is a lucky number. I feel very special. I got Japinda right here. Hey. Got Jack One here. Vitamin D. Gentlemen, want to say hello to everybody out here? Yeah. Hey. Salutations. Again, man, I, I just appreciate y'all making the time. Um, again, man, it's episode 13. Thank you, everybody. If you clicked on this shit, it's only on SoundCloud. You did that shit on purpose, and I appreciate you listening. Um, I'm going to announce who won the raffle. Uh, I'm going to post a link on Twitter and shit. Uh, thank you to ETC Tacoma for throwing us some merch to give out on the podcast. I really appreciate you. Um, gentlemen, you two haven't listened to the podcast yet. This is always like my favorite part of the shit. Oh, I gotta let shit. you guys know. Oh, just us two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, he has. Look at this. Yes. Look at it. Look, 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 look at this sly smile. Week, He's like, yeah. I, I'm I yeah. love the show. All right. Um, it's wild sometimes. Okay. Okay. So I gotta let you guys know, man, when I was when I was younger, I always wanted my own boy band. Not a boy band, but like I want my own band. And I wanted it was gonna be called uh, D Reese and the Panties. And so uh okay. you guys are now honorary panties. Thank you for coming. So I gotta ask you. I haven't got a chance to ask you. I'm gonna ask you first. What kind of panties are you, brother? See, this is a an interesting question. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 your girlfriend's favorite panties. <laughs> the go tos, the, the the comfort ones, the ones that she knows she's gonna get a good night's sleep. The cotton shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's me. <laughs> okay, I like that answer. Jake, do you have an answer for us, sir? Man, I, I think uh, at my advanced age, I got to be some granny panties or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. By the way, you got a pair of drawers, brother? I'm I'm them practical joints. I'm them period drawers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the period drawers. She's cooking the nose. You didn't even know she, you the the joints that when she got a mod, she's giving you a hint like, hey, don't fuck with me right now. <laughs> the angry drawers. The period drawers, man. Every, Anybody that been in a real relationship oh knows she puts on them certain jaws. The certain jaws, yeah. When, when you know, when the moon is, you know, in a certain position <laughs> and the tides are flowing, yeah, we got them all. Okay. <laughs> I'm those. working on a. Uh, Fenty just had a sale. They had the drawers. They had panties. It was ten for thirty five. So we got somebody to sponsor us and buy ten pairs of drawers. So next that time seems kind of that seems like some panties for the low. Damn, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's better than Victoria's Secret. That's the Mental World Hospital Trust. <laughs> <laughs> <That's the>, uh, <laughs> they giving those out the county, man. It <laughs> sounds like Harbor View. <laughs> We're gonna have a box here, so that way everybody can just pick. Jonesy, I'm gonna have people take pictures with them and shit. It's gonna be tight. Okay, yeah, I'm glad um, we're here before that episode. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we're here before that shit. My motherfuckers taking pictures with draws. <laughs> um, man, I wanted to talk music because obviously the Grammy Nas just got announced, um, and I'm not. I don't really fuck with the rap category this year. The hip hop shit. Have you guys seen it? Do you guys know who's announcing what? Uh, seen it, I don't have it memorized. Though. Okay, so I got the I got the. I only know the one that I got a nomination for. The rest of my attention. Man, the revolution, revolution won't be Nipsey Hussle. And what? Uh, how many not, How many nights that for you so far? I think eight or nine. Any wins? One. Win, I won last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you win for? Uh, the weekend. That's right. I don't remember what the album was called though. Starboy. Starboy album. Starboy. Yeah. yeah, I was hyped for you, bro. That was good. Yeah, I was hell excited. We won a Grammy Official for that. Grammy oh, winner, man. Congratulations, brother. Thank you. You got to put that everywhere now. Did you change, <laughs> your, you change your Twitter bio and shit? Nah, it still says uh, many time Grammy Grammy loser. Yeah, see, so you got to change that now. You <laughs> one time Grammy winner, many time loser. Yeah, but I mean, you won one. Yeah, I mean, I I personally really wanted to go over twenty because I just thought it'd be funnier. So yeah. it kind of let me down, and and I feel like with that album, I wasn't as personally invested because I like only co-produced the song, mm-hmm. so it wasn't really the one I would have wanted to win for. But I guess you got to take, you know, obviously it's not a bad thing. Hey, man. Right. Yeah. You're in good company, man. Right. Mixing ish. Yeah. 
Oh shit! There you go. Yeah. There gotta be somebody else. I got. I'm. A, I'm a, no, I'm just saying. That, um, rap that's shit that's makes that. a lot of ish. Yeah. Got Grammys. Dude, so I don't now think his album won though. Who? Uh, nah. No, no, no. They won best new artist. Maybe. Maybe they did. They did. I was yeah, at that they won album. They won rap album. They won rap album. Right, because that was all the drama. Yeah, I was there that night too. Text message and shit. I was there when all that happened. Were you really? I was at the Grammys, sitting not that far from them. What was that like? Was that I mean it was tight. That was my first time going, so it was pretty exciting. But then I was kinda like, Man, this is still kind of some bullshit. But yeah. Yeah. It was it was interesting. It was really the best people watching you could imagine because like it's like, oh, Beyonce just came up (laughs) and now she's performing on some shit and there's a fan blowing in her hair, like, you know, stuff like that was just happening nonstop. Do you think that um do you think Grammy Nas like are an indication of I guess actual talent. Like, do you think that? Um, how much did that really mean? I think the era I come from, we didn't give a fuck about that shit. Like, none of the people that I looked up to mm-hmm. were getting Grammys. I wasn't Ice Cube, America's Most Wanted wasn't right. A Grammy. I mean, like all these albums that I really, yeah. you know, they got me to that place. I feel like in recent years, it's I'm become more of a thing, caught up, right? Because they're getting closer to be with the genre. Yeah, and they're getting more yeah. accurate. Like before, it would be like. <clears throat> You know, the Grammy nominees of 1989 are Young MC, <laughs> like Vanilla Ice, and just some shit that clearly wasn't even, you know. That was the year. On the level. It was 89, right, where they all like, the kind of boycotted. Yeah, a bunch Grammys. of people boycotted. Yeah, like they have like a ton of group pictures and shit that are so, I mean, incredible. It's, I think, I think the, the thing I look at it as at this point is just, it just means I was part of impactful shit. I wouldn't say it was the best shit or the worst shit. And there's mm. plenty of people who are amazing in music that don't ever get a nomination. Right. So, yeah. 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 It's not a defining thing for me, but I, the younger generation is way more hype on it than I feel like I am. So, what about the Grammy spirit? Yeah, like the younger producers I know and artists, it's like a real goal. Yeah. You know. Well, I think I think for our generation, I guess you know, my I'm 31, so people are like you know 30 and below. I think right. the Grammys has always been like this huge thing. You know, it's on TV, and you know what I mean. It's like this is always this big production type shit. You know, that people just look at and. Now that's you the ever won a BET award, Jay? Mm, I think I was nominated a couple times, but now I don't think I ever <laughs> won. Now that's that's great irony right there. Yeah. yeah. Put now that on the flip side, how would you feel about that though? If you won a BET award, who me? Yeah. Would that be more exciting than a Grammy for me? Hell yeah! I right. mean, that, you know, what about a Soul Train award for sure? Man. Yeah, that's my dad's generation with that, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he lost a couple. What about a, what about what about a source award when those were going on? A source. Award? I feel like I'd have been more hype over a source award than a Grammy. Award, I feel like that too. That's more the culture, though. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? that's like the that's what we look to. So I mean, yeah. you know, that's your peers and shit. You know, what I mean, when you go to the Grammys, it's just a bunch of old white people. I mean, that's like seventy eight percent of the crowd. So right. Guys that are accountants and lawyers. That's and been the thing, though. People right? working like, labels. So it's it has switched. Like I do think. I know Q Dot was trying to get a lot of people registered. They've to done be a better job of registering. Yeah. Different kind of people to be Shout involved to in the process, you know, which is that. great. Yeah. It's what it should be, you know. So this year, best rap album is uh, Invasion of Privacy, Cardi, uh, Swimming with Mac Miller, Victory Lap, Nip, Daytona, Pusha T, and Astro World by Travis Scott. You feel like that's like a I feel like I, I can see everybody, but like Cardi's the one that doesn't really fit to me. But you know, she's her impact makes it. Her make impact sense. is huge. Yeah. But yeah. then she got album of the year, so why did she get both? And if she, if you're gonna put her in there, Drake needs to be in there. Well, wouldn't that, isn't that kind of how it should be though? I mean, shouldn't she's get like your Drake category? Is she? And get well, Cardi's not singing though, so she, sometimes she is, but she's she's definitely rapping. Not she's rapping the majority real. of the album. But she's not. She didn't. I mean, because the Grammys is about this is the thing. I've heard all these different things about what the Grammys is judging on and it's like are we judging on impact are we judging on artistry sometimes they'll just throw an old ass washed up somebody that put a new album out and give them the look you just never know like it's so random that's the beck nomination to me all the time (laughs) yeah beck i mean if beck puts an album out he's good yeah dire straits or don't let steely dan put some shit out because they're they're getting out of the year you know motherfuckers are geniuses man i'm not (laughs) saying they're not but are you slapping the steely dan album from 2016 I slapped Steely Dan, man. The 2016 one, D? Hey, man. I look for a sample in one. Oh, see, here you go. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, I, I think that is that is the problem they kind of have is because rap is so many different things and means so many different things to different mm-hmm. people that 
you can't say victory laps. You know, it's just not the same kind of music as Cardi. What Cardi not, B's no. doing, you know. I honestly thought that J Rock should have been in that category. J Rock was my favorite. J Rock and uh, yeah, J Rock and the Nip are my two Thank favorite. Thank you. I did one on there too. Oh, did you really? Yes. Oh man, congrats. Jake's on every album. Jake's on everywhere. Yeah, he's just everywhere, all over the place. Ghostly man guy. Yeah. But that, I, I felt like that deserved to put. I didn't feel like. Uh, I would probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I, about I don't the Mac Miller one. I don't feel that strong. Me. I mean, that's, you know, obviously for what happened to him. Yeah, and I, and I like Mac as a person. Like, he's tight. But, and I've always liked his music, too. But I don't know if it's like Grammy nominated. I don't know if it should be like at the upper echelon. See, but that's. It's just the same kind of thing. Like, who. Like, is his album versus Tyler's album last you year? It's kind of a similar thing, you know? Yeah. So you have to, like, take in account. I mean, and his music was culture. impacting before, you know, obviously what tragically happened. Well, of course, yeah, he always made good music, yeah. you know. But but is that like, but is his album like that impacting now? You know what I mean? Because I still don't know people that listen to the music like that as much as they love the lore of but, Mac Miller. But see, that's been. the other part. So then, if if, if we talk demographic all that much, yeah, I know Sermon. Sermon knows Mac Miller's demographic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but so. it's like if if we're saying impact, and you can't put Victory Lap and Daytona there because they're not. We're talking about the numbers. It's not competing on a numbers. Well, level. they had to put a couple. Right, but this is this arty, is why it's so. That's why it's there. so funny yeah. to me. Is like how do how do they decide on? I mean, the nip they Even shot me. I'm not gonna lie. That's really? artsy. To I was not. I did not expect that. I woke up and um, somebody sent me that, and I were you know I worked on three songs on that album. It was there a lot of it? So that was actually one. I actually felt like I had a part in some of these things. I might do. A yeah. half a beat on the album, and it's like, right. yeah, that's dope. You're part of it, but it's not the same. I, I do feel like Nip deserves to be in that conversation of best rap album. Definitely, and, and yeah. especially if we're talking about a traditional rap album. And yeah. I think it did have impact too. I think he. Yeah. I just think his movement over the past. Maybe this is like a kind of a, I don't want to say a like career award, you know, for Nip, but you know, he's impacted the culture in ways that other people haven't. You know, like being independent. You remember the album sales thing that he was doing, mm -hmm. the packaging. You know, Jay Z giving him that co-sign and. Buying a thousand copies of the album, you know what I mean, stuff like that. Like you impacted independent artists and made them want to be who they are. You know what I mean. It just made independent a, a cool well, and thing. I, I think more than anything with his record, he didn't even reach one time and try to do something that wasn't him. Right to chase a hit, which everybody does. Right. So I mean, that's pretty rare. You know. Yeah. Which that's why the album sounds dope the way it does, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, that's tight. Uh, I think, and then best rap song. See, cause now this confuses me because, like, you got God's Plan, the Drake joint, right? Uh, King's Dead, you know, Kendrick, uh, Lucky You, excuse me, the um, the Eminem joint, the Lucas joint, Sicko Mode, obviously it's Travis, and then Win by uh, by J-Rock. And it kind of confuses me because J-Rock has, like, several different, he's on, like, two or three of these songs, but he's not rap album, you know what I'm saying? And maybe because it wasn't a more popular choice, I guess. Just because it didn't do numbers like the rest of the ones did, I'm mm -hmm. sure. And the, and the Black Panther was, you know, obviously. Yeah, that's Kendrick. What, Kendrick is Grammy's gold. You know what I mean? So like, they they just they got to put him on everything. If he puts something out or has a prominent role, he's gonna he's gonna get that. Yeah, because <clears throat> um, success of the movie, all of that. Tied Black Panther. That. Yeah, yeah. Because he did. But now, how did well, he produce the, the executive? Produce I think the he put the or? whole soundtrack together. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's yeah. tight. That's hella tight, actually. I'm just wondering why Drake wasn't on the best rap album. That was strange. I thought that was really strange. I mean, I had a, I was talking to Mike and Keys the day before this came out, and I was, they were telling me they thought Nip might have a chance to get nominated. And I was like, it's usually just, you know, based on who's most famous. So I was like, I don't think that's happening. Because right. so many big artists put records out this year, you know, like your Eminem, J. Cole. Like, that's usually just a given that they're right. going to be rap album of the year. Yeah, and I'm, Jay, I'm that's the snub to me, really, J. Cole. Cole. Oh, really? You yeah. think so? The yeah. KOD? Yeah, I thought that should have been yeah, nominated. Even though I'm mm -hmm. yeah. not the biggest J. Cole fan in the world, but I feel like that should have been nominated maybe over Cardi. Well, yeah, I, I but I understand why For Cardi sure. nominated For sure. too, though. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely you. understand Cardi. And, and there's a component of, you know, Cardi is a female, and she's yeah. got an yeah. uphill battle all the time, so... They're gonna lean. They want to put that in there because they don't want the conversation to just be about male dominated. Males. And she did. She dominated this year. She yeah, had a hell of a year. She mm -hmm. so. Yeah, she definitely did her thing. It's just, are we? You know, if we can't put Drake in there because he's not real rap, then how is Cardi B in there? Right. You know what I mean? That's well, that's where it all. It's it's all you know gray area. Uh, you know, I can see it, man. 
I yeah, see you think Cardi B is more real rap than I, Drake? I, I just think she's more of a pure rapper. Like yeah. she's not, it depends on the song. Like she's more of a pure rapper than Drake is. I'm not saying she's What's more talented. Hits, how many right. hit okay, singing songs like does she have? Yeah, no, no, no. more pure oh, okay. rap. Yeah, I, get what, I get what you're saying. Does Cardi have a hit singing song? A hit singing song? Yeah, she's only singing in the song. The, 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 I, I like it so. like that song. That's not her. She's, that's not her thing. thing. She's rapping though. I think she's, she's really rapping. rapping. She's no, there's rapping on the song. I'm saying Drake has songs it where he doesn't pure. spit a rap yeah, lyric. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. And, he's just singing, and it's a hit. Yeah, yeah. So Cardi, do we we don't even know. Do you? What are the Cardi singing songs? What's the title? I don't know. Anybody knows? I can't I say. Can tell you. I'm not that familiar with that. Yeah, everybody say y'all don't know them songs. Come on, I man. do. Like, I, I do like, like. I like the one. Um, the the wondering. Um, I like the drip. Dukes did. I drip. think that's tight. Drip, I don't drip. know. Oh really? That's my shit. Yeah. I, I liked her. I liked her verse on the Meek album. I think she's. she's a, I she's actually think been. she's a dope rapper. Yeah. Like, man, she got the voice. Whether she yeah, writes man. it or not, she sounds yeah. good when she no, gets she it. Got now let me ask you guys that. Does it matter? To so much well, the Grammys. Who's writing their raps or not? Theoretically, it's supposed to be about that kind of stuff. So, I guess not. Maybe um, the Grammys likes the writer. Maybe. Yeah, because they don't have writer of the year. They never do a songwriter of the year. They don't have a songwriter of the year? Mm-mm. They have to, right? Mm-mm. Yes. Huh? They have producer no. of the year. I know they got producer yeah, of the year. That. That's interesting. They don't have a songwriter of the year, though? No, that's, ASCAP gives those out. Yeah, oh, too many okay, names okay. on the... On the I mean, some of these songs got like 34 names. Man, pull up a Kanye song and try to find know, your name right? on that yeah, shit. Right. I'm looking at Drake's joint right now, and I see like nine <laughs> names for song of the year. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but I was, I was just going to ask this, like, like, you know, back to rappers. Um, does it matter to you if rappers are writing their own lyrics? To, man, I don't. Man. I don't. I honestly, if somebody writes their own lyrics and they suck, mm-hmm. then I don't care. Like if you, <laughs> week, you got somebody me. writing some weak stuff, that's like, man, that's pretty. So like, okay, take like a Drake or any big artist, like at that level, you know, like if they're not writing there or whatever, you know. what I mean? But I mean, like, I think Drake has proven over and over and over and I over think so that too. He clearly writes his own hits because he he's either that or nobody else. All these guys that supposedly write his hits never write them without him. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I, I think right. that he's, his pen game is nice. Yeah, I mean, been since make another Drake. Yeah, <laughs> make another Drake. So, I mean, I I think it only matters when we start talking about who's the best rapper of all time and shit like that. When when you start having those conversations, then that kind of stuff matters. But whether I, you know, I'm going to enjoy somebody's shit because they don't write it, nah, I don't care at all. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah if it's somebody saying I'm they're sliding, the best man. rapper in the raps, then all right, we got to talk about it. Okay. Mm. That that's what so we can't slap Dre two thousand one. Like, we can't right. There's yeah, so many there's a lot so of my many, favorite records yeah. we can't listen to yeah. if we're tapping. <laughs> right. Most of our favorite, records. you know what yeah. I mean. So yeah. like, come on, man. Like, I'm not gonna sit there and everybody got like, some right. assistance. Yeah, yeah. I just wonder because a lot of people always bring that up. You know, like the, after Meek said the thing about Drake, you know, and the whole DJ drama and Q Miller shit, and everybody was like, you know, he's not. You're not writing his own rap, so it's not real. I'm know? not gonna lie. When I heard the Quentin Miller dude, I was I was stunned by that. I was not expecting that. Really? You know, then I was like, wow. But his versions were so much better than the Quentin Miller guy. Oh, well, yeah. That's, I think he's a more polished artist, though. So that's going to happen. But, like, I would have never heard those songs and be like, man, these will be dope if I do them. Or if somebody else does yeah. them. I never would have thought that. So, I mean, take that's his ear. You know what I mean? Like, I said, maybe that's a testament to his artistry. He just, you take man. Do something different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there has never been a rapper. The there's just never been a rapper that could do... The pop song, the song that's yeah. like the strip club song, the real hip hop song. He got every kind of song at the highest level. He could literally do anything. Right. He might drop a Rock Marciano type song or something. You some know what that what it what that whole thing reminded me of? I was reading this uh article, this interview with uh Alan Iverson and he was saying how he obviously didn't come up with the crossover. It was a dude that sat the bench at Georgetown that taught him the crossover. But nobody knows that guy. Nobody's ever gonna know that guy. You know what I mean? Until Iverson mentions his name. He taught him, and Iverson took it, and he you know perfected it, made it the big thing that it that it was. But nobody knows that original dude, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's the same thing with like Quinn Miller or any other like ghostwriter. Like people. I mean, the, the thing that's Wayne funny about the Quinn Miller thing is his name is on the credits. It's not like they were really, they weren't going that hard at trying to keep it secret. Right, right, right. You know, because if, if they if it was really like that, then they wouldn't even have his name part of it. It right? would have been all kind of. There's been all kind of people have written songs yeah. that don't have their name on it. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's the true ghostwriting, right? Mm-hmm. That's real ghostwriting. That's the real deal, <laughs> ghost. 
I think um, for me, I, I just expect somebody of that level to not write their own shit anymore. I feel like you too big. You got too much shit going on. You got. Yeah, I, I, think to, I think to get to that point, so. you have to be great at writing. For sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have to yeah. build the system and the blueprint for anybody to write your shit. Like right. You have to write it first and. Well, yeah, for which is damn near you still writing it, right? Because really it's it's like look at everybody who writes verses for Dre, like they're writing his life that's widely known and is what people want to hear about. Mm-hmm. Precisely, you know. Got you, yeah. But he guides it. He touches right. every word, every syllable, like right. And I'm sure Drake is just as involved. In- mm-hmm. I I just don't I just don't think there's that many people writing his songs. I mean, there's people might have. You know, like anybody, there might be a hook or something that somebody has or whatever. I mean, that's pretty common. Now, how does that how does that work though for, like, say, people who write hooks? I mean, a lot of it's like there's just there'll be a writer of the moment who just dominates. Like, there's there was this girl Stara who wrote like ten hits in a year, and everybody's song was her song basically. Really. And then there's you know along comes another thing that seems to work. It's crazy. Like, it just moves really fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to ask you about. Um, I, I know you. Um, you think you posted a thing before about how to become an A and R. Yeah. Like people, people asking you about being an A and R. Yeah. yeah. Like how that works. Give us yeah. a breakdown if you can, like uh, how this whole thing works, how it's worked for you, because it may be different for everybody everywhere. Right. That's the thing. It's like it doesn't work the same for everybody. But like the most annoying question I get now from a lot of people is like, "Yo, how how can I become an A and R? How do you mm-hmm. become an A and R?" And they say it in a way like it's just easy like they can just like go apply for that shit and well that's the that's the hope for everybody though right in some places you can i know some anrs that have gotten jobs like just applying for internships and working their way up the ladder and that's tight but at a point you have to develop a skill set and become good enough what's, to what's the skill set though i think that's the part that people don't understand yeah. i think people don't know what that skill set is well once again, it depends on the company. It depends on the label. It depends on the artists that you're working with. Like different artists need different things. I think an A and R, a good A and R, understands you know their place on the team. Whether they're you know working with an artist directly on their creativity or you know on the shit that they need to do on an everyday basis to become a successful artist on a major label, mm-hmm. or if they're just strictly finding beats, or you know just sitting in the studio like i know anrs that just sit in the studio and you know keep note of what happens in the studio what beats are being used things like that but, so it is it is different everywhere you yeah, go yeah yeah it's right. really it's truly different and, and it just depends on someone else's creativity and someone else's you know practice of building because i could understand I, I could see you getting questions like you know well, what do you do yeah and that being like a really broad answer yeah, yeah. right <laughs> what do you do what do you yeah do? you know and like you're not being able to like narrow it down to one or two different things yeah and then there's like no school to learn this type of stuff, right? Like, so you can't go to school to be an A and R. I'm no, assuming. No, you kind of just pick it up, and I think I think it's an instinctual thing. I think one, you have to have a passion for music, and mm-hmm. have to. Like, or you don't, of, though. Yeah, because I see that one too. Yeah, but there there really are like there's probably five categories of A and Rs. There's like the guy who was a rapper producer. There's that, always that. That's part of the yeah. studio. That just loves the studio and is good for that. Right. Then there's like the dude who's like might still think he's a rapper, but <laughs> never even rap. But if you go in a studio session, you'd be like, who's the rapper? Is it the NR? Is yeah. it this dude? And they're more of the shit talking, you know, fake wheeler dealer type dudes. Right. Yeah. Um, then there's just literally the guys that start as an intern. You work your way up. You wear like your polo shirt to Atlantic every day and get yelled at. <laughs> For like two years, and then they say, "Hey, why don't you take on this project?" And then you might get lucky and have get, a hit project, get a hit, and, and then all of a sudden you know what you're doing. Yeah, right. it's really that simple. Like yeah. you know, if you're behind shit that's successful, then you're a good A and R. If yeah. you're not, then you won't have a job. Because I'll say I, I tried to, um, <laughs> I applied to be an A and R at Epic. Yeah, and then I got no traction, and I just applied to be an intern. It, it, you don't know it's a gamble it's there's like so, yeah, there's knows? so many people trying to get these like 200 jobs that exist yeah. that it is it's a lot of insider yeah. stuff if somebody's son is like yeah, oh yeah a lot of your favorite a and r's or the biggest a and r's in the game or like somebody's cousin or somebody yeah, yeah. You know, somebody yeah it's a lot of that for me even like i wouldn't have my job if i didn't know somebody right so at the end of the day, whether, you know, doesn't matter what I would have done. I, like, I applied for A&R jobs left and right, right. before. 
but like I didn't get any either. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't know it's who like I was. It's like having the right angle and then like you might have looked out for somebody and then they owe you. Mm-hmm. So they're going to give you that shot. You know what I mean? It's it's right. like anything, man. There really is no rules to it though. Like, And that's what's different about it than any kind of job, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Music business is just like that in general. Like shit that, you know, somebody be like, well, why haven't you got paid for that? Right. Like music business. There's not. There's just not a cut and dry answer for any of this stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, Wait, which I think magic, is a good man. thing. And I think it's a bad thing, you know? I think it's a good thing because you can bet on yourself. You know what I mean? And you can do, you know, whatever you want and kind of move how you want to move. I think it's a bad thing because for people who are formulaic, I mean, that's how our society is, right? Say, like go, to, go to high school, get good grades, go to college, and go off into whatever field you want, you know what I mean? And it's like when it comes to artistry or. This industry, fashion, even, you know, sports even to an extent. You know, it's like it's not always. There's not I always think that people that succeed in these kind of things, they're just like crazy in a way that they just are going to keep doing it regardless. And then yeah. they fall into something. Yeah. Right. I think that's the commonality you know? is, is crazy. Enjoying tenacity. <laughs> you, you have to have a Pender lot of heart. <laughs> <laughs> I see, man. Pender, Pender done worked some studio catches out over these years, man. He's. Oh, yeah. He's always there. And just showing up is like 90% of the job because you don't know when something magical is going to happen. Right. That's ability as availability. <laughs> what was, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask all three of you guys, Vita, what was the first time you realized like this could be a thing? Like this industry was for you. You were going to make it. I, I never made it. So that's, a, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean you never made it? What do you mean? Uh, you feel like you never made it? A, all right, so I feel like I might know your last job because I vaguely remember this. Have you had a job since you were telemarketing in like '96 or something? Uh, a real job? 90, no, it's '95. '95. Okay, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to do that to make my baby mama feel good because <laughs> she was pregnant at the time. <laughs> Like, man, the job, uh, this is a baby. You know what I So I had a telemarketing job. But I'm saying, have you had a job like that like all these years? Um, where it's... Um, like your jobs are normally associated with you being a DJ, an engineer. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's... Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's like what that. people are trying to do that. Yeah, yeah. man. Man, well... Are you doing it consistently? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they would try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't know. I knew I was going to be in this rut when I was like 13, 14, like around in there. And that was when you knew you could do it? Yeah, like when I first had my little punk equipment and something that actually sounded like what was happening for real came out the speakers, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I was addicted to that feeling from then out. Okay. Just like everybody sitting here, like once you actually hear yourself and the shit sounds like, oh, man, that's what, it so- I, that's what I wanted it to sound like. Right, right, right. Damn, I can get this After shit out of you, my like, Man, I can keep doing that? After that, man, it's like, damn. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, but I don't know. That's not what my existence is. Or that, like, no, no, no. <laughs> my existence is mostly watching other people realize that that's not going to happen for them. <laughs> 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 In the studio. But you, but you know, like, like you, you transition from some, I mean, you still make music, obviously, but you transition from temporary, which is being an artist, to the permanent side because they're always going to need an engineer or somebody well, to... We'll see. When yeah, the, who knows? The technology is fucking that yeah, up Yeah, I was about to say, man, pretty soon, like, I could see in five years, they ain't going to need, need no engineer. That computer's going to work. Really? Like, oh, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. They got I, I so many know, programs like at all. So I that can correct at this point, the flaws. Like, yeah. like, I'm advising artists to, like, get their own Apollos and their own laptops and yeah. figure that shit out themselves. Man. I see a lot more artists doing it, though. Anybody yeah. is really, really mm-hmm. most, most really good artists. Everybody's good. Does figure it out at doing some point. That. You, you kind of got to do that because you're not going to sit there and keep breaking your bread in the studio. Right. Like, that's ridiculous. I can't even see. Pretty soon, I'm just wondering what, the, what a, what a studio is going to look like in 10 years, for real. What do you mean? Like, I, I see a lot of sets that are, like, really minimal. You know, like, people doing stuff on their laptop. Yeah, and like, I don't even know if there's going to be room for a full studio. And, like, if that's 
that's going to be like a niche thing mm-hmm. at yeah. some point. It damn there is now. It is. But in yeah. 10 years, like analog and the sound, like that's going to be a really niche thing. And mm-hmm. it's probably going to end up being in people's apartments just like old school. Right. And it's going back to that. It's not, it's like a big building with all this fancy shit. It's not. Is it because stuff is getting more accessible? Um, you know, or no, just, there's just too many ways to cheat. The so. computer, okay. the computer programs have made it so you, things you would have to spend a lot of money on and equipment you would have to have that was like actual hardware. You can kind of mimic it pretty good now, mm-hmm. and it gets better every year as far as what they're creating. Mm-hmm. You know, for right. that kind of stuff. I see that a lot with like camera shit. Like you know, before yeah. the cameras are like twenty thousand dollars. Right, to do it's, some it's shit. the exact same thing. Now it's right. like you spend five racks on a you know. Then you're good. You're looking just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Everybody's like, oh, I'm shooting in 4K. Right. You know what I'm saying? For like five racks now to do all the shit. So Yeah. I, and, that's, I feel that. And now that's the thing that everybody's saying now. Man, I got that 4K. Uh, let me. They don't know if they're in quick. focus. Nobody's paying attention to lighting aperture. No, no. Nobody's paying attention to none of that. We're in 4K, it. though. Right? Well, it looks, it's beautiful footage. Yeah. I was editing this project for this dude. He kept telling me, like, yo, I shot in 4K, but he don't know how to edit. He just bought a camera that can shoot in 4K. And so I'm like, you don't understand like what that's going to take for me to edit this whole shit. Like, you got to understand like the RAM that you got to have on your computer. You got to learn how long this shit's going to load for the sound to match up with the visual, all that shit. Like, you don't yeah. even know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you just got sprung off the fact that somebody said 4K to you in the store. So you, mm-hmm. you drop that bread, and now you don't know what to do with it. And you got all this expensive shit, and you don't even know what the fuck. That makes me so fucking mad. So fucking mad. Oh uh, man, that's just that's everything. I mean, it's though. just life, though. That's like, been like that. This, this happens with everything. Everything's easier to do, and then it, you have to be that much better to stand out. Yeah, right. everybody has the baseline of like decency of you know whatever be able to create. So you gotta right. have a fucking skill. Yeah, you still gotta have skill. Yeah, well, yeah. Or maybe, maybe not even hurt. skill. Man, at this point, I don't even think skill is what people care about. People do care I, about creativity, not. though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and now okay. So the question becomes like, in you guys' industry, because I don't work in music, right? When you guys hear some shit that's like bullshit, like and it's obvious bullshit to you, BT. Everybody else is rocking. You know, so like, do you say anything? Do you step up? Do you? Do I stop saying stuff. You did, yeah, because um, man, people want man. You know what? Like the does quality really matter? Like, does it? Does it, I, don't, I think it's every, does it matter? I think everything at a certain point as you get older it's never as good as what came before and right. it's really hard for somebody that's been through as much hip hop generations as us yeah. to really critique something new because they're just doing something totally different it's not we're not the aim audience so like right I guess that's the thing too no nah, but I, I like totally different no nah, I'm not gonna <clears throat> say that at the end of the if day, it's, it's totally like, different, I I like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's the part I like. That's why I still keep listening. You know. Mm-hmm. Now so sometimes I admit, like as an old head, yeah. When I do hear something that's like different, I'd be like, man, <laughs> hold on, man, what's going <laughs> on, man? Yeah. It'll take me a few listens to like to I even mean, figure it for out. In, for instance, just. The true offbeat style. We're not talking about where dudes are rap offbeat and come back on. But he's not. He's not the only one. It's no. That's that just whole, There's a whole movement right now that dudes don't rap on the beat. Yeah, and that's the style. But they're. Do, it's not like they can't rap on beat. They're, this is like them trying to make themselves different. Which no, nah, even Drake's kind of yeah. halfway doing it now. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's it's the thing. Like we're just gonna just be a little too fast over the beat, right? Or just completely and open. I don't even know who like started we're on that. drugs. That's some, that's some people. That's <laughs> a, um, that's dudes that's taking uppers and not downers, bro. You know who's taking downers? They're a little slower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this guy that's on them uppers. But is it? So I mean, the question that I will pose to like a lot of the new artists, like, are you just are you being different for the sake of creativity? Or are you being different just to like garner some type of attention? Because that's the age we live in now. It's like the attention. I think some of this shit is just an accident. It just catches on sometimes. You like, think so? It just it just I, takes I somebody think, to right, come right. with a thing, and then everybody's gonna. Man, copy. let's look at let's look yeah. at history though, mm-hmm. like for real. 
Well, I would say at sixty percent of the dope shit was on accident, man. Right. Okay. That shit, you wasn't that filthy that you really figured that out. You know what I'm talking about? They didn't know that was. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm talking about some people that got so lucky, they loaded the wrong sounds on the wrong sequence, and they pressed play, and that shit was filthy. And it's a hip hop classic. For real. This came out about uh, a. It was just like that was on. It was on. Yeah, Twitter, Atomic Dog. How he was saying yeah. how. Oh, he was doing the playback. They, they played the the thing, to, the the playback. You know, off the tape because it's like you know, it plays the actual tape. And he right. was like, he just tried to tried to record to that backwards tape, and that's the magic of Atomic Dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's. I mean, I can see that, but I'm just it's genius now, though. I, I, but I think now people are looking at it like it's just my opinion from like over like the past 10, 15 years. People are like, I can do something that's so off. You know, like so, you got like a lot of these casts like. Well, that's why some people go go like viral. But at a certain point, when everybody has a face tattoo, then just not having a tattoo is like the new being dangerous and having tattoos. Like it's just right. Right. I mean, I've been in going to sessions in LA these past two years, and I swear everybody got some sort of head tattoo, face tattoo, some crazy shit. Like that. If if you don't have like green and pink hair. Then you're tripping, you know, right. like, but there's just a normal, like, just what, and it's just, everything goes in cycles. Like, it's, somebody's going to stop doing it, and then that won't be cool. And then everybody's you know? going to stop doing it. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have an opinion on the, the, who's the king of R&B argument? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I don't, I don't really. I'm thoroughly entertained. I love all I of it. no opinion otherwise. <laughs> the best, the best. There ain't even R&B. What are you talking? What R and B are we talking about? I mean, <laughs> traditional R and B like a Daniel Caesar or somebody like that, right? I mean, king of it. Well, I mean, for now, we're talking about now. Yeah. Oh shit. Of 2017, 18. I know what I'm slapping. I don't know who's the king. <laughs> you know this shit. I would have said uh, my vote was. Uh, I, had, I had three people in mind. It was R. Kelly to me, and then it was what. Uh, R. Kelly? Hmm. Not now. now. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just speaking like just period. I'm not just saying like today. Yeah, I can't, Kelly's I can't not going on none of my list except for yeah. the uh, child rapist yeah. list. Yeah. The watch <laughs> list. The watch list. That's the only thing that's going on with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of just people who've done it like on, that, on a high level. And Usher's there. And I like his new project, too. I don't know if you guys heard the joint. He always said over. Have you heard it? Nah. Damn, hell of people haven't heard it. And it's hella nah. good. Nah. And then... uh. Chris Brown. Unless he like comes them. out with a song about herpes and shit. I'm not. Gonna, Fuck, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I mean, he needs to come out with that song. No, he does not. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and address the rumors? I heard. Yeah, I would. <laughs> you wouldn't just let it die down? I would just let it fade away. Hey, man. It never fades away. That's the thing. It's always there. Like herpes. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know the best part of that. Oh, at least I'm gonna name the album. I ain't got it or something. Yeah. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like something. Like, we gotta address this somehow. I think SZA is the king of R and B. Who? Who that? SZA. SZA is the king of R and B. I think her is, style is influencing all R and B singers. Is the king right of R and B. What's the what yeah. style? Is, like yeah, the, 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 the real king of R and B is Bruno Mars. Melodies or cadence. You think? Yes. Really? Uh, of 2000, know. whatever we are right now. Hey, I'm going to say Maybe. this as, all right, I'm going to come from a different perspective on you, and I'm a, I am might prove his point right. Mm-hmm. I DJ, man, you know, I was I was slumming this year. I DJ hella black weddings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. Some of them for the homies, but, like, they referred me to some other <laughs> niggas and shit, and fuck it. I'm rolling, man. You know what, man? If you got that thousand for me, I'm there, right? Yeah, that's got to say that to you. Huh? You ain't shit for that. No, man. Man, you know, like, I'm going to keep it one that way. I got a man. podcast, man. So, I'm telling you what. I could show up with no Chris Brown. I could show up with no Kells. I could show up with a lot of shit. Let me show up without that Bruno Mars. It's on site. Oh, it's an issue? Oh, it's an issue on site. Mm-hmm. I understand. Because it's, Guaranteed. It's, it's something that all generations want to kick it to. And that's really the thing Fam. that he's got going. Grandmas. <laughs> eight-year-olds. Mm-hmm. They all doing the same dance. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> um, Jake I'm, has a serious point with Bruno Mars might be the king and, of R&B and we're talking about and we're not talking about and he can dance he can sing he can play he does all this stuff the real R&B what, what we judge somebody as being an artist over the real R&B 
Bruno is terrible. And I wouldn't have thought, you know, when I first heard him, I wouldn't have thought I would ever say that. But nah, but I mean, if you look he at the last album, grew, grew his thing. Yeah, that is one of the hardest R and B albums you ever heard. Yeah, I don't care what you're talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. just tight. That was what, like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's still I, going. It's still going. Yeah, it's still, still going. I wonder how, what he's gonna do. Trying to only got like nine songs. I don't want that to be his confessions where you can't never get back to that point. You know what I mean? Everybody has that. I think it's different, though, because that dude actually can write his own records, whereas Usher's never been a writer. Right. So he's relying on the producer and the writer to make his songs, whereas Bruno's, he's made the most, like, corny pop hit. And then he has, like, some of these, like, this new album. I wouldn't, I wouldn't never thought I would be all in being a fan of Bruno Mars. Like, the shit's tight. Based off what he first came out with. You know? Yeah, right. I wouldn't know. Mean. It's only about like two albums in. This is this is the third only body of work I've ever listened to a Bruno. You so, says what? It's the only body of work I've oh, ever okay. listened to a Bruno. I didn't listen to the last. You said it's the third one. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I didn't listen to. It. I mean, I heard this stuff off the second one. I mean, everybody heard his hits Singles, because right. his hits are so powerful. But yeah. um, listen to the whole music. What was the whole the one CD? I should have bought you flowers. Yeah, the music video is playing the piano and shit. Mm-hmm. That shit was tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but this last one, Twenty Four Carat Gold, was. Tight. But D, how would you have felt if you were doing that video and you were Jay Holiday, and the lady <laughs> asked you if you were valet? Because <laughs> that was the part that I could like. Why would he still post it? Why would you still post it? I always wanted that. About he couldn't just redo the like rant. Yeah, bro. No, he had to catch it. Because I feel like that really took it up another level. Absolutely. He, he should have stopped. Did you see the video? <laughs> Maybe he did that on purpose. So he's doing I the couldn't video tell. I couldn't tell. And the lady walks up to him. He's just like on the street, you know what I'm saying, like at night or something. And the lady walks up and she's like, Are you the valet? And he looks, he's like, and While no. he's in the middle of like talking about of his rant? greatness yeah, and wow. And he's like, No. He's like, I'm not a valet. He's like, Not in the Gucci coat. Not in the Gucci coat. I'm not a valet. Like, bro, you ain't got to prove yourself. Turn the camera off, G. Start this video over. That man, he might have been trolling the more I think about it. I don't yeah. know if that's real. Because we're talking about him right now, so we're worried. I, I wonder that about clever. him, and I wonder that about Jockeys too. Like, is that like was you trolling when you posted that? Absolutely. You had to have Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, is it like the bow wow effect where you just got to put your name out there for some shit? He, I mean, but he's good though. Like, he's actually say, good. Does he need to do that? Jockeys? Yeah. 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 And yeah. And a lot of people are writing his own songs and like always doing remakes of other people's shit. <clears throat> just trying to get people's attention, trying to create a moment online. Like, that's difficult to do without the shenanigans. Yeah, but you got to follow. You gotta follow it up with something, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a project. Usually, they have an album coming out. Yeah. Drop that album, King. Well, gotta be good though. Yeah, it oh. can't be like the publicity shit, and then you just drop a dud. But the thing about yeah. it is, like, even you know, doesn't really matter how good it is. If they have the attention of the people, there's enough people in this world to like that shit, and I'll make excuses for <clears> it. <throat> or you think so? Celebrate it, yeah. I don't know, man. Quavo kind of tried to do that too. I don't think that works no more, man. Yeah, Quavo yeah, famous isn't numbers. enough. Yeah, I don't think so either. I feel really? Like, no, nah, I don't think so. I, I think the songs still have to resonate with people. You'll get that yeah. first like chance. People will give it a chance. Because look at Quavo's yeah. album. You know, he they'll jump he, right. He off like it. They might not because there's it there's might another thing coming. One, but uh, if yeah. enough people listen to it, then you have saying. those Spotify numbers. You that know, I, I brag guess about. it's hard for me to look. At, one, I don't have Spotify, so I don't. Yeah. I can't listen to it on Spotify. But it, it's always interesting to me because like, your album doesn't get to like the top fifty or whatever. And like, how many people are really listening to it? That's that's the question I ask. Like, how well is that project really doing? The whole system skewed and, and kind of... But it's also like the, the part that that is not really discussed is that it's it's based around an audience of whatever, 13 to 25, 30. Mm-hmm. So, like, older people just don't consume their music that way. Yeah, they so they might spending. still, they're still going and buying the damn CD. Amazon has a huge base yeah. of older people, which is strange. They're like the only streaming company that has an older. I think because it comes with your prime. Yeah, yeah oh, exactly. Okay, yeah. Then that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the unlimited doesn't, but a, a piece of it does, yeah. But a, but older person isn't going to just really play that one song like 70 times in a day. Like some of these kids will do no, like a new Drake song, you know, <clears throat> like it's just, right. it's a, just a different audience. Albums either though. You know, they might yeah. just choose that one. Like, because I know my mom, my mom and my dad, are, they just hit 50. They only know one or two songs. Like, unless it's Kendrick, they don't know the whole project. Like, that's what they listen to. And say, if not, they just listen to that one joint, they look it up on YouTube. You know what I mean? Or I don't even know what they have. They, I think they might have Spotify. They mm-hmm. listen to that one song, and that's it. Not 70 times a day, obviously, but, you know, they're not doing much. But that's, you know, that's how the numbers get to where they are, where. 
Yeah. You know? <clears throat> yeah. And then most of the people I know that listen to music, they're on that YouTube playlist. That's what right. they are. Because it's, it's the best one as far as um, suggesting new music. I right. I say I would say that, I'm too. always surprised. I'm like, damn, this is tight. Like, what is damn, this? Damn, they know this? What, yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Oh, this is what is this? Yeah. Like, I want to um, actually ask a question. We'll, we'll spend a little bit of time on this. For and I, I know you guys have all been asked this question before about the local music scene, mm-hmm. Seattle Tacoma. My question isn't who's hot, who's doing such and such. My question is, what do artists or managers who or producers what do they need to do to, I guess, resonate with the people here, and then resonate within the industry? Like what needs to happen because we hear about like Mosey and he's doing his thing right, and Travis Thompson and he's doing his thing, you know, and, uh, and Jarvis International, Gab is doing her thing, and Dave, you know, but. There's a ton of other artists here. I get music submitted to me all the time. And people are asking questions like, what do I need to do to get bigger or to draw a crowd here and, and all that? And I don't have the answers. I don't I don't think, it, I mean, I know it just sounds really stupid, but there really is no mystery. Like, I knew all those people when they were nothing. I can't say that about Lil Mosey, but I at least knew the producer and knew of it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just made something and people liked it. There wasn't like a magic formula, you know, like... Right. Like Lil Mosey's thing, I honestly don't. I I can't even figure out or try to figure out what that is. Like it's, but clearly people kids love the show it. on Thursday. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna try. Yeah, to the kids are on it at but, the show box. Yeah. <clears throat> and this kid like went to Molly Terrace High School. Like I mean, it, you literally could not have scripted something more unlikely to happen. I know, right? To me, just because right. somebody who went to Molly Terrace High School for a couple years ago, or a couple years. Couple years ago, it's just like it's mind blowing, you know. But even all right, Paris Alexa, another one. I met Paris maybe like three, four years ago. She just had it. She was good. Right. Pinterest wanted to put me up. About oh, she, she was already like, good. She seemed like she was right. already. And then good she, you know, she was <laughs> just good. Like she just stood out. She was a little better than the other things that were in that. <clears> and she keeps getting there. better, you know. Like she's mm-hmm. a pro already. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. like, it's not like these things happen because somebody's behind the scenes pushing buttons. Like, that, it used to be that way, but that was a long ass time ago. You think yeah. the introduction of the internet has been like a thing? That's like an equalizer. Like, That's you know? a super equalizer. Absolutely. YouTube and People all that. People having yeah. exposure to, you know, what's good and how right. to be good. Yeah. I think is the, the secret sauce. Because I think, I think people are out there looking for, um, Looking for music, you know, like Cash, you know, Kobe down in Miami, she's doing her thing with the 1AM radio. She seeks out different artists and shit, you know, to like put on and she builds the play, you know, playlist every week with some unknown people who get known based off of that. And I think that um, a lot of people just assume that because they're making music, they deserve to make it in the industry. They don't see like the hard work and shit like that that goes into it, you know. Like, I mean, sometimes it's hard work and sometimes, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. some people got it. Man. It don't That's, matter. Like, it's really like it's. It sounds so cliche, but they just do. Yeah. No, yeah, I can yeah. say on the other, the flip side of that, it, mm-hmm. um, it helps if you have skills and all that stuff. Yeah, that's great. Like, <laughs> no, I'm saying that was that would yeah, be yeah. that's a valuable asset. You're right. gonna go a little bit further if you actually have some skills, you know. Right. But really, it's kind of it. He, man, he's the th- right. The it's thing I look at with all those like. different artists, though, like they were all a little different from what the average thing that was happening here. Like mm-hmm. Travis looks different. He just his personality is different. He had a bit like just from when I met him, I just liked him. Yeah, he just has well, a like that too. Actually. He has a likability. When we're uh, that's um, part of his skill. You know what I mean? When yeah. we were at the house and we were doing the yeah. thing for the Airbnb, you were telling me about Travis and you know how much you liked him then. He just had he just has a good and it's funny as another one. I don't know if Pender put me onto that, but I know he was an early guild find. I don't right. remember who put me on. Oh, him, really? But, and uh, you know, like it's about what makes you stand out versus the other. I don't know how how many people are probably putting songs on SoundCloud at this point. Like ten million. No, I mean, so. I mean, shit. This is on SoundCloud. Hell, everybody's on something on SoundCloud. Yeah, so I'm saying, that. you know, what <laughs> makes you stand out? from the other 10 million things you know because right. there's only in a year might be in our locally there might only be two three things that really happen right you know that push through and then everybody's like oh who's this mm-hmm. you know yeah right but i i'm i meet a lot of people who think it's some sort of conspiracy it's not yeah people say that a lot <laughs> oh, you knew this nobody is hating on yeah. you 
Yeah, if, if you're good and somebody can make some money off your ass, there hey, you are. Welcome into the office, bro. right? Everybody <laughs> says that, bro. Everybody's uh, everybody slept on, or everybody's hated on, or you know, what I'm saying that people just ain't supporting. There's just somebody right now, a dude said he's the best rapper in Seattle, and his music's not that tight. No. But he might be the best rapper in Seattle. He's not the best rapper in Seattle. I mean, how do you how do you know if his music ain't tight? That's a that's a tough yeah. conundrum. <laughs> no, I listen to him. No, but I'm saying like there's some really tight rappers, like, and they're the tightest rapper. Yes, they are. But, they, like, but do you make tight music? Tight music is a whole <laughs> <laughs> intriguing music. A totally different discussion. Mm-hmm. Like not even close. They're they might be polar opposites and shit. Right. right. They might make things that are really uninteresting. If we're talking about fundamental rapping, rapping yeah. rap the ass, mm-hmm. yeah. they can rap. But usually, the dopest rapper is gonna out rap itself out of a good song. There was, you know, I'm in, I'm on the ground level, right. so I, yeah. I watched the shit happen like that. Like, oh man, that's a lot of syllables, man. You think you don't catch that? <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> like I mean you know what I mean like yeah, I'm okay. just I gotta sit back and be quiet about this shit but I just be like watching it happen and be like okay I'll see I mean there was a dude I remember being at the pharmacy in the 90s there's a dope rapper he's still a good rapper but like Vita played this beat for him and he was like oh man that beat's just too good for me and in that moment I knew he was never gonna make it like it just was like you don't wanna rap on good music like right Cause that's a, not like yeah. what you see for yourself. Like you want to overpower the beat. Yeah. You know, I was thinking uh, when people say stuff like that, and I hear that, I always think of like um, adrenaline rush, and um, what was the one track on there? Overdose. And uh, you know, he's going, he's going, he's going, he's going. His boy got to stop him. Like, hey, fam, you didn't, you did your shit, bro. You slow up, family. You know, let's go on to the next mm. shit. And so I, I think I've seen rappers do shit like that as well. That's what, what you were just saying. Just now reminds me of that though. They just, man, it's just ego. <laughs> yeah, man. You can't tell anybody shit. Yeah, there's that. And then, I mean, you know what you know what Seattle's main curse is. This ch- man, motherfuckers. I'm waiting for this. Nah, man. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, nah, really Seattle's main curse stuff for real, man. Man, man, we need to stop biting, bro. Like, like well, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. really blatantly bite, like. You can't be the Seattle version of somebody else that's super hot nationally because why do they want the Seattle version? Right, right. They don't want music from us off top. Right. So now they want the (laughs) Seattle, they want a fake version of Atlanta music when they can just go to Atlanta and get the real version? Why would you even sit there and waste your time doing it? Do you, you guys have been to other places. Does this happen to other places as well? Yeah. Well, whatever whatever the hot sound is is what pretty much everybody's trying to do, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit different when you're actually in the city where the hot sound is. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, man, Seattle's an uphill. <laughs> we haven't had the hot sound. No, <laughs> we don't have the hot. Well, sound. I gotta ask that question because it's always you know people we we exist in a bubble like you know culturally musically right it's a bubble here and people are always saying like first it was the Bay like in the early two thousands you know and then it was Atlanta you know and then there's trap music and all that. And so we don't really know or have like a. But see, hold on. Let me let me stop you right there. You forget when Atlanta was a bubble. Well, yeah, Atlanta was a bubble. Yeah, yeah, for a very long time, through the like the the nineties, early two thousand, till they broke through and became a national sound. Yeah, so you know, I I would say Atlanta's a perfect model actually to like. They were always the B market, Mm -hmm. you know, and. But they're rappers down they, there. They, they just had an accent back yeah. then because everybody right. wanted the New York accent. Or the, um, mm-hmm. yep. they, either that or they was trying to, um, they was the doing Miami that Jermaine shit. Dupree yeah. and they was rapping like Snoop. Yeah. You know, oh, you forget man. when my when mm-hmm. Atlanta was rapping like Snoop. You uh-huh. feel me? Like, they was chasing too. And wasn't nobody really popping off except the brat, right? Like, yeah. It wasn't yeah. until they came with She's from the Midwest thing. too, right? She's from Chicago, right? Yeah, but I'm saying like, Dude down there that so so death and all that shit got that, right. that popping. That's Atlanta shit. So got you. You so you think it's just I, I would say really like when they put their own sound out. Yeah, I guess and it came out like and do that. It. Yeah, it wasn't until like I mean obviously Outcast. Yeah, Outcast was rooted though in some real hip hop for sure. Yeah, but I mean that was they were but it was they the were they're damn near East Coast. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
It makes sense. But they had their, their accents and draw and talk. But they had the 808. But they came, Outcast came out like, man, hey, we're Atlanta. Yeah. We're talking about Atlanta streets. We're, we're, we're you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Seattle gets that respect when it comes well, to like, that People don't rap it like that, though. They, they'd be scared to talk about home or even bring something that's like more appropriate for what goes on here. But right. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't hear it in the records. Mm-hmm. I would never know these people, the all the records that come out of here. I wouldn't know nobody's from Seattle, really. Right. I wouldn't know. I think maybe it's just having the confidence to do it because people get looked down upon. You know, you just gotta have places. the heart to do it. And well, like, you know, people it. was looking down on Atlanta. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, but then, until they had the confidence to say, "This is us." But it was like, man, when you press play in the first Southern playlistic, man, you kind of can't deny that, man. And then, right. There was a couple, you know, that that jazz, that early jazzy face shit, and all that shit. Yeah. They just kept coming out with undeniable stuff, and right. after a while, they was repping it like this is the Atlanta sound. Yeah, love us, man. We're coming out with this. This because even the visuals out. for a lot of that early shit too, like Southern Playlistic or AT Aliens. You know, they had on the Falcons jerseys. You know what I mean, and, and shit like that. And they had, yeah. I, I guess it was the epicenter of its own culture. You know what yeah. I mean? Like People in Seattle weren't even proud to be from Seattle till like the last 10, 15 years. The like, Seahawks got good. Till the Seahawks got good. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't until like 2007, 2008. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before that, you had a lot of motherfuckers around here running around talking about they were from, from the, somewhere else. From Vallejo. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that used to be the. Tr- man, come on, man. It's like, behold, I went to. Meanie with you. <laughs> like, <bro. laughs> I was there. It always, it's always the one you went to elementary or middle school with. I'm like, yeah, if, you, if we went to Meanie together, you're not from Compton. Like, yeah. you're just not. You see that even within the city. Like, somebody said they're from the CD, but you live in Skyway with me, family, your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see that all the time, everywhere. Well, some of that might be, like, family <clears throat> situation. But though, I kind of look you at, know? yes, you're right. But you I, might I still spend feel a lot of like time somewhere. Kind of the same thing. You know, you don't want to be from where you're right. actually at. Sure. You want to be from where it's supposed to be popping. That and that's that's one thing I genuinely love about Lil Mosey. He's like posting pictures with Hello Weed from like mansions in Everett and shit. And it's like fuck right. it, that's what he's doing. Yeah, that's who he is. Yeah. Travis Thompson the same way. Nobody else had the heart. And, like and I, the yeah, I, yeah, I fucked with Travis for that. I was like, damn, he's Weiss rapping Burian yeah. hard. Yeah, because the name of his album is <laughs> Ambom. I had never heard of that. Project. You know. Yeah. So it's like it's new and different and interesting instead of being like I'm from the same places that every rapper right. Is from, I think and know? I think that's what it's gonna take. You know that's why I fuck with Tacoma so tough because they're just I'm from Tacoma. Tacoma always been a sleeping giant to me. I think they've always you know plus the military you just got different kind of backgrounds. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's hey. one of my favorite groups ever from here was from Tacoma. What's the group? They're called Foul Play. They never even put nothing out. <laughs> <laughs> Foul Play was filthy, though. Foul Play was supposedly the first group signed to Bad Boy, but they decided not to do it. So, hmm. good one, Tacoma. I got to do my research now. I got to <laughs> check that out. Are we going to wrap up in the next couple of minutes? Uh, what do you guys all have on the horizon? Pender, what are you doing next? What are you working on? Can uh, you talk about it? I'm going to Taco Chuki's in the morning. Nice. As soon as they open up, go through there with the baby. Are you going to the one on 23rd Union? Is there one on 23rd Union? There is. There is. There's right. a new one on 23rd Union? Walking distance from my house, baby. Oh, really? I walk the dog, go over there and give me a couple of little baby burritos and that, man. <laughs> Come on, Is it man. good? Is it like it's the one the same on exactly recipe? the same. There's yeah. hell of them now. It's the same right here. There's, There's one on Beacon Hill. Hill now. Or There's one on Beacon Hill. Yeah. Yep. Wow. That's a new Shout one. Shout out Taco Chuki's. Open one in LA. Hey, man. Shout out Taco Chuki. Sponsor us, please. Give us, some sh- give us some shit. Give us some deals on tacos. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, we ain't asking for no deals, but sponsor this show though. You yeah, or give me a discount code or something. X amount of people go through, we get sponsored. That'd be mm-hmm. tight. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking with it. I'm gonna hit up the Twitter in the morning. Yeah, any projects you could talk about right now? No, um, a lot of Anderson just dropped. So go listen to that. Uh, you know, uh, I'm working on music, but I'm never gonna release it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get beats from Jake on a regular basis. <laughs> By the it's really up to them. Like everything that I do depends on Jake sending me beats. Nice. Just, I gotta make some. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the challenge. Jake, what you got going, brother? What you working on? Man, uh, legitimately a little bit of everything. Okay. Like I can't even say it's one thing or the other, but tuxedo. Yeah, tuxedo. That's that's Why the thing I really care about. Group, yeah, right? I care about that. 
Um, Have you guys been nominated for a Grammy yet? Hell no. If, <laughs> if we did, I'd be talking totally different about the Grammys. I'd be kissing ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that music is Grammy worthy. Yeah, it just it's just, the projects, it's, we just we're just not big enough for that. We gotta we gotta. Do you have to be that big though? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. That's a yes. Um, you know, a bunch of ignorant rap shit. Some some rap stuff about some stuff. Anything you're excited about? Uh, that's that I know that's coming out. I can't even say, man. Okay. Tuxedo three. <laughs> Are you guys doing a uh, New Year's thing this year? We aren't. I'm gonna be at home, and I'll probably go to sleep before twelve o'clock. Tight. Oh, I thought you guys were doing a winter for me. No, he's doing. Uh, Mayor's doing Berkeley. Okay. I might oh. go to that. I don't know. That's tight. Why what's up with you, brother? What you got in the can? Man, in the can. Man, that's a funny way to put it. <laughs> what, you, <laughs> uh, what you working on, G? Man, I'm working on my family, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then I mixed a bunch of... The new edition? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> cool it now. <laughs> I got to slow it down, God damn it. But, uh... <laughs> shit, man. I don't know. I, I had a couple of interesting projects come across my desk. I just don't happen to know who the fuck they are. Okay. But I'm excited about the way it came out. Okay. But yeah, my my man, um, some I gotta look at the computer to see who this girl is, but she impressed me with the vocals and shit. Like I, I started mixing it today and was like, mm-hmm. Oh shit. She from here or no, it's some barrier shit. Okay. So that doesn't happen often. He's not very impressed very often. No, I was actually like, oh, shit, there ain't no tune in this shit, and the shit is sounding all crispy and whatnot. Right. And it's always a plus. Yeah. The beats was all right. Like, I'm not going to have to put any tune pitch correction on this shit. I just got to, I'm reverb. <laughs> man, man, I'm, uh, I'm interested to hear it now. I, yeah, I was about to say, I wish I, I could remember heard you this say a lot of stuff shitty. But that's dope. Shit. I recorded some raps for no reason. You know what I Tight. mean? Man, yeah, who knows what the fuck? That's who 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 knows who cares, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna hear it, man, if it make uh, if it ever makes the light of day between you and this cat right here. It might. And then uh what else I'm t- trying to think? I just it's the end of the year, so I just finished a whole bunch of shit. So Uh Christmas project this year? Nah. <laughs> That would be tight, actually. I heard I heard you guys moving back to the soil, so maybe maybe you guys will Man, maybe out. if my other group member moves back to the city. I heard he moved back to the city. Did he? Oh, I'm about to call him. I heard, this, I heard this from another source. Call him you know what, though? I figured this he out. has randomly dropped by the house to blow one like oh. in the last month a couple times. There you Ooh, go. Real Can't do that from Federal Way. Nah, there was nothing like going on. And then, man, you know, we got them um, school at them young kids. So, like, mm-hmm. man, cast is up at six thirty. Cast is dropping, you know, kids off to school and all that. So it's there ain't no random drop bys these days. You feel yeah, me? So, you go everywhere for a purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, I um uh, I finished Porter shit. That shit was was fun. I yeah, he has been working on some when, shit, what's, right? what's the date on that? Do you know? I think it's next week, maybe. Really? No, it's your single, right? Yeah, I did a song on there. Yeah. On Porters and shit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think he he did the single. Although, I don't understand that single choice. But that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. <laughs> he's, uh, he's been real low-key lately, but I, I've seen him like doing a lot of shows and you know a lot of posts of sure him in the studio. Out. He's yeah. a great rapper, man. He's yeah, he's really rapper. good. He's a poet, man. Super poet, right? Yeah. I remember he was actually writing poems like back in like 07, 08, and I seen his shit. It's just tight. Yeah, man. Let's put some positive energy out there for his project, right. man. Hope that shit makes the impact we want to see. Because everybody says they want something dope and unique, and that's what he's doing. Yeah. So people yeah. need to support that, that. kind of art. Right. His last jump was fire. Yep. His last jump was really fucking good. So... Yeah, support that. What else? I don't know. No. I wrapped up Dave shit. I wonder how. Wonder what Dave. New Dave B. That's in January, right? I think I don't he said. Know, man, I don't know. I don't he know wasn't about, on the conference call. I don't know about release dates. <laughs> I know when I was supposed to have a master's in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that about the rest of that shit. He just announced the name. It's uh, it's called Blue. Uh, I think it's in January. Dropping January, I okay. believe. 
Yeah. You, you did you did production on there too, right? I heard, I heard something. Oopie played me that you, you know I um, yeah. I mean that's all the stuff that comes across my desk. Mostly they'd be like, "Hey, add some keyboards <laughs> or like, do this." Then they'd be like, "All right, take my sample out and just keep your keyboards in there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. woman. Well, I appreciate you guys all coming by, taking the time. Um, we're gonna get these invites out to the shit show uh, Christmas party. We're doing an ugly sweater lingerie party. I got the sweater too. There we go. On deck. Let's make it happen. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm dead ass. Anybody who's been a guest on the show, if you tune into the show, make sure you guys stop by. Uh, we're gonna have some giveaways and shit. Um, this week we're doing a giveaway for uh, Erica Daniels, amazing photography. She is giving away a um, what is it? A, a walking tour session. So you guys tour with Erica. She'll take your photos. I think it's a 30-minute session. Um, so same thing as the draw last week. You guys just have to repost the link to the podcast, tag myself, tag Erica, Amazing Photography. We'll post all the links on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that shit. And it'll be a raffle to see who won that. So that's some dope shit. We're going to do a giveaway every single show leading into the New Year's just because uh, we want to be able to partner with local businesses and then uh, you know be a little festive because Christmas is coming up. If you listen to this again, thank you so much. I fuck with y'all. Um, hit me up, man. Interact with the socials. Uh, right now, it's just all my shit, even marsupials. But we'll have a shit show, Facebook and Instagram uh, soon. And we'll be on iTunes pretty soon, too. So that's kind of fucking tight. Um, I don't have anything else. I appreciate you, gentlemen. And uh, we'll get with you guys you, next brother. week. Thank you. Peace. Hey.